1: On Diamondback's podcast, you're part of the Lots on Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got Ben Kaspic on for part two of picking the NL All-Stars. We'll finish up our starting lineups. Then we'll pick our reserves for the NL starting lineup for the NL reserves for the NL All-Star team. So you're going to want to stay tuned right there for that. But first, join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories, Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Ben and I will discuss those NL All-Star picks, but first, I just want to talk to you guys about last night's game. We're not doing a quick, uh, we're not doing a long rant, I should say. But last night, just a a beautiful game by the D-backs. I mean, I I need to give them a round of applause for the way they lost last night's game. I mean, to go up 7-0 in the first two innings, take an 8-5 lead into the bottom of the eighth Bases loaded, two outs. You let Mike Yastrzemski hit a grand slam that leaves the stadium. Within 15 minutes, the game is over because of a quick 1-2-3 uh, ninth inning. I mean, the way they lost last night was honestly impressive. Now, d backs have a chance today. By the time you're listening, they might have already tied the record for longest longest road losing streak. So, honestly impressed by the boys that they were able to lose last night's game. Offense was incredible, but when you have four pitchers, all your pitchers, all four of them, come into the game and give up at least two earned runs apiece. You're just not going to win many ball games like that. Awful pitching late in games recently uh, by a number of different D-backs pitchers. This is a disgusting season. Pretty soon we might be 30 games under 500, if you can believe that. But now let's get into those N-out all-star picks with Ben Kaspik of Locked On Giants. Yeah, if you're looking at their first round of all-star voting, some of it's a joke. I mean, Gavin Lux was third uh, among, was a second baseman. Gavin Lux should be anywhere near the all-star game no. right now. His numbers are nowhere near all-star level. There there are some guys who are just here because of, uh, you know, the brand name of the, the name on the back of their jersey, some of it just, they wear a Dodgers uniform, so they're going to get a, a crap ton of votes. So uh, I agree that Brandon Crawford should be an all-star, but I don't agree he should be... Uh, the starting shortstop for no, the National League, but that's okay. That's okay. The He's thing is deserving I'm,
0: I'm telling you what, how I voted today because mm. this was the first time I went on and I voted and they don't let you vote for reserves. Right. Am I mm. mistaken in that? So no, I had to vote for him here, but I'll probably vote again and I'll vote for Tatis. I just got to say, I mean, I just had to give some love to my guy.
1: That's that's some respect. Now, let's move over to the outfielders because I feel like the outfielders, too, were actually kind of easy to pick. I mean, I think you have to go... And I didn't go like they had to play left field or they had to play center. Mm-hmm. I just picked the three best outfielders. And so I thought it was pretty easy. I picked the two Reds guys. Jesse Winker, I mean, 342 average, leads all players in the National League in OPS, 17 home runs, 41 ribbies, 49 runs scored. Nick Castellanos, he leads all... Players in the National League, and average of 357, second to his teammate in OPS, 13 bombs. So he's having a phenomenal season. And then I had Ronald Acuna, Acuna as the last spot, 987 OPS, 18 bombs, 12 stolen bases. He leads all players in run scored, I believe, with 52. So uh, those are my three outfielders. Any disagreements there?
0: Those are the guys I voted for. But I did have to think about Chris Bryant, who I omitted at third base had to think about him there bryant is having a really nice season in his own right but i've got to give respect where respect is due and winker and Castellanos have earned it and acuña there's just no doubt that he he belongs and then you like like you i didn't think about left field right field center field but if you've got the two reds guys out there who aren't the best defenders throw acuña in center field and i think you're fine so i think that i think we we nailed it with this one
1: Yeah, and now we don't get a chance to pick the DH. You don't vote for the DH in the National League, but there will be a DH playing. And you've talked a lot about Chris Bryant. In my starting lineup, I have Chris Bryant as my DH. So would you like to put Chris Bryant as your DH as well? Because it sounds like you had a lot of tough time leaving him off as a starter. Yeah, I guess I have to. I guess
0: I have to because there's a lot of guys. I I almost want to go back and say Tatis is my shortstop and then pick Crawford. Afterwards. But so like, if I didn't pick Tatis to start, then I've got to have him at DH. But anyway, we'll, we'll just throw him as the reserve at shortstop. So yeah,
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with uh, Chris Bryant. Although there are a lot of other guys I want to, I wanted to fit onto this roster.
1: No worries. We'll say because uh, let me see how many games has Tatis played this year. Tatis has played fifty-one games. You could say he hasn't played enough games. That could be an excuse why you voted for Brandon Crawford. Brandon Crawford's played what? He's played fifty-eight. Oh, I guess 58. seven I guess yeah, seven. Just games. a few more. <laughs> <laughs> a week, he's played a week. A week's worth more of games. Like you know
0: seven. what? But the numbers aren't that different. Like if you look at, you know, the home runs is what
1: fifteen to nineteen. Did he, he hit one today? It says 20 now. I thought it was 19.
0: It was 19 when I looked this morning. Oh, he probably did. He seems to hit them every other day. On base, though, 341 versus 348. Mm-hmm. It's really the slugging yeah. that is different. But yeah.
1: Yeah, and still, but the doubles, I mean, Crawford nine to 10. So even some, and they both don't have a triple. So even though he's slugging more, I mean, their their power numbers aren't that far off. But let's recap our starting lineups and we could do a Twitter poll. Who do you think, <laughs> which starting lineup wins? My starting lineup, catcher, Buster Posey, first base, Max Muncie, second base, Albies, third base, Turner, shortstop, Tatis, outfield, Winker, Castellanos, Acuna, and then my DH is Chris Bryant.
0: Yeah, so my team is. Let's see. Let's see if I can remember here. <laughs> okay. We've got Posey behind the plate, Muncy at first, Adam Frazier getting the nod at second, Nolan Arnato at third, Crawford at short, Acuna, Castellanos, and Winker in the outfield, and DH is Chris Bryant. And I'm just gonna say your lineup is better <laughs> because <laughs> you got Tatis in it. And honestly, like Adam Frazier, if I had to rethink this, he might be the guy. I do think it's close. I just think he adds an interesting dynamic to a lineup where he's just one of those guys who's not going to strike out and he's probably going to give you a single. Uh, He's just that type of scrappy little player.
1: Yeah. And he's had a phenomenal season. So if you want to put him on, I don't think it's any disrespect, honestly, to the other players who might be snubbed off because like the NBA, all the all NBA teams just dropped like an hour ago. And people are like, Oh my God, this guy got robbed and that guy got robbed. It's like, there's like 40 dudes. I could have made the 15 slots. Like these are elite players and there's going to be a lot of guys that get snubbed that were deserving. So let's all calm down a little bit. And Brandon Crawford, 34 years old, still putting in the work. I mean, I'm looking at his numbers now. He's at 15 home runs this season. Uh, he's only had had one season with at least 15 or more home runs, and that was back in 2015. I mean, do you want to just expand real quick of where this sudden power surge came from? Is he using spider attack or something else? What's going on with Brandon Crawford? Ben and I will continue our picking of the NL All-Star squad. But first, I want to talk to you guys about sports trade because I've been talking a lot about sports trade lately. If you haven't heard about it, it's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's no wonder this company is blowing up. The site is really amazing. I frankly can't believe nobody else has thought of this concept before, as Sports Trade truly takes fantasy to the next level. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. It's a fair and super exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to their platform, so check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple. Player value rises and falls based on two factors. One, their performance in each game compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher the player value goes. Two, good old supply and demand, baby. The more shares that are purchased in the player, the higher their value goes. You can instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up today to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. I really think you'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action at sportstrade.com. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront.com do the work for you. To get your first 5000 managed for free, for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash That's wealthfron dot com to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash mob and get started today. get back to the conversation. Well, it's just a continuation of
0: what the Giants' new hitting coaches that came in uh, once Gabe Kapler was hired as the manager. You know, he brought in these hitting coaches who are the types of guys who have helped the types of players like J.D. Martinez and Justin Turner turn their careers around in a major way. So those types of coaches in the form of Donnie Ecker, Justin Veely, and Dustin Lind, have come into the Giants and they have helped these hitters. And Brandon Crawford, I mean, if you look at a, a, a comparison to what his stance looked like a couple of years ago to what it is now, it's completely different. Mm. He's got a big open stance. His hands are out a little bit in front of his body, and he just thinks it's a much simpler swing and a much cleaner, you know, approach to the ball and and drive through the ball. And it's not really that surprising because. Even last year, he had a rebound season. And Brandon Belt had a monster season last year, hasn't quite happened for him this year. But then Buster Posey, it's the same thing. So, kind of across the board, the Giants have gotten newfound production out of guys who seemed to be in decline. And Crawford, he'll be the first to tell you that it has a lot to do with the work that he's put in with these new hitting coaches. So, yeah, at 34 years old, to be able to rekindle the The, you know, his prime a little bit. It's it's something special. And it's a big, huge reason why the Giants are in first place and they have the best record in the National League. (laughs) Who would have thought that not even I would have thought that.
1: Yeah, with well, MLB cracking down, it better just be uh, those hitting coaches. Career high in OPS, I gotta, I'm watching Brandon Crawford the rest of the season. But, you know, hitting coaches do matter. D-backs fired all their hitting coaches last I week. I saw so, that, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't even talked about that on the pod just because it's like, what else is new with the D-backs? Just so much is going on. I mean, prayers out to the Hazen family because D-backs mm-hmm. are just getting – we have like a curse around our team right now. Like it's disgusting, but let's stop with all the grimness. Let's get back to the NL all-star selections and let's talk about our reserves. And we'll go through position by position again. Did you have any catcher reserves? This was the toughest
0: one for me. And Mm. like, I have written down here, one, two, three, four guys, four catchers who I want to get onto that team in (laughs) Will Smith JT Real Muto, Omar Narvaez, and Carson Kelly. Mm. And since this is a D-backs crossover with you, yes, sir. I'm going Carson Kelly. That's I got to right. give the nod to Carson Kelly. I just, I, I I, like the way he plays the game. Hit a big home run last night. Good player. So respect to Narvaez, Real Muto, and, and Will Smith, but we'll give it to Carson Kelly.
1: Yeah. And it's really close. I, of course, gave mine to Carson Kelly too, but I mean, he's got 271 average. That's pretty good. It's worse than Navarro and JT Real Muto, but he's got 391 OB, OBP. His 869 OPS is right there among those guys. He's got eight home runs, which is uh, more than both Navarro and Real Muto. Uh He walks just as much as those guys and strikes out less as well. Doesn't strike out as less as Navarro, or so strikes out less than Real Muto. So I got Carson Kelly as my uh, all-star too. Wilson Contreras I gave some consideration to as well just because uh, he's tied for the lead in home runs among catchers. So I feel like that has to mean something, you know, if you have 11 home runs as a catcher. Uh, how about first base though? I felt like this one was actually really tough for me. For my reserve, I got Jesus. Aguilar, he's got an 809 OPS, 12 home runs, leads all first basemen in RBIs at 49. And that 268 average is actually like pretty high among first basemen in the National League. I had first, I first had Freddie Freeman here. But I feel like his 237 or whatever it is average and he doesn't have a lot of RBIs too for a guy who's been a big run producer in his career. Some of that's on the team underperforming, but Freeman is just not having the MVP season that we saw in 2020 and Aguilar is kind of having a breakout season. So I want to put a little shine on Aguilar's name and give him the reserve spot and I only have one reserve for catcher and one reserve for first baseman.
0: Yeah, this is a tough position, as we mentioned earlier, like looking through the guys who you would expect, the numbers just aren't really there. Anthony Rizzo, Freddie Freeman. And we didn't even talk about your guy, Paul Goldschmidt, who's also not really He's just having very pedestrian numbers as I look. Air
1: quotations, my
0: guy. Yeah. Well, not Not a fan anymore. anymore?
1: I was still a fan, but my guy's not the same feeling.
0: It's not the same. I understand. I understand. Um, But. You know, he's a guy you expect to yeah. kind of be at the top here, but he's not. And for me, I'm probably going to have to go Freddie Freeman, just because I think the numbers are going to come back. Mm. When I look at this is kind of getting deep in the weeds here, but the expected <laughs> numbers based on the stat cast data, okay. seems like he's been a little bit unlucky. And Freddie Freeman won the MVP award in the national league, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, I, I, there's some, there's a soft spot in me to kind of give respect to someone who last year and just the career that Freddie Freeman has had. And, you know, he's a star. It's a, it's a fine balancing act, isn't it? To like vote on an all-star game. Do you give it to like the established stars or do you want to give the nod to somebody who maybe is, <clears throat> is having a year that's special and they might not get another opportunity so I can see Jesus Aguilar. I think that's a, a solid pick. Uh, but just, I just think come a month from now, we may be seeing Freeman as the obvious choice for number one. He's that type of special talent.
1: Yeah, when I put that tweet out there that you mentioned earlier, Freddie Freeman's one of those guys I had in mind because his numbers are really low now, and it's still very early. But, I mean, the first wave of all-star voting is out. That's why I was like, it's a perfect time to do it now. But, yeah, Freddie Freeman in a month month can definitely be on my ballot. But right now, I'm rocking with Jesus Aguilar. But this next position, second base, I think this might have been the toughest one for me personally to choose. Uh, I had two reserves for second base. I had jazz Chisholm who might be a controversial pick just because he's only played 43 games, which is really not a lot, but even in those 43 games, he has the third most home runs among second basemen at nine, second most steals at eight. He's got 278 average, 826 OPS, fourth in RBIs. I mean, he he has all the counting numbers to be considered an all-star. So it only makes me wonder if he, you know, did have around 50, 55 games, what, what his numbers would look like because they're already phenomenal compared to his peers. And then the other reserve I had, is Gene Segura, which might be another controversial one, but a 335 average, 11th in OPS among all players in the National League at 856, only 28 strikeouts in 48 games. And we know he's a burner, only six stolen bases right now, but I think that number is going to pick up as well. I had some heavy consideration here with Ryan McMahon, who's having a pretty strong season with slugging. He uh, has sluggings at 500 right now. He has 15 home runs to lead the position. Adam Frazier, as you mentioned earlier, he was a tough one to leave out too. But the only reason I didn't put Frazier here, it's because he really didn't have a lot of the other counting numbers. His slash line is amazing. He's batting like 330, uh, killer OBP, amazing OPS, but he only has like two home runs on the season. He's really not an RBI producer as well. So, And some of that, again, is because he's on the Pirates and there's not going to be a lot of RBI opportunities, but I feel like he didn't bring a lot more to the table outside of hitting and getting on base. So because of that, my two reserves, Jazz Chisholm and Gene Segura. Ben and I will wrap up our reserve picks. We still got a part 3 we're going to need to do. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar cuz Built Bar has nine delicious flavors. They got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There is a flavor for everyone. And the reason why I love Built Bars is because I'm a health conscious guy. I'm grinding away at the gym every day, but I have a sweet tooth and Bilt Bar tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar. That's low in calorie, low in sugar, but it's high in protein and it's high in fiber. So it's great for that keto diet. You go to BiltBar.com right now and use that promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod.
0: Yeah. So as I look here, I think that Chisholm, I considered him as well. And he is another guy who, who did really well against the giants. And so I was influenced by that. I was, he's an exciting (laughs) player to watch. I'm kind of thankful he's not on the D backs, honestly, because he would have been a tough, another tough athletic player to have to deal with for years to come. Although Zach gallon is pretty tough when he's Mm -hmm. healthy as well. Um, But as I look this over, I mean, it is hard for me to leave off Ozzie Albies. I think that he's someone I would have to have on that team. He probably is deserving of starting. And then Chris Taylor, this is a guy I don't know where to put him. He has played more in the outfield. So Mm -hmm. I guess technically we would call him an outfielder, but he has played 130 innings at second base. And so I'm probably going to have a hard time fitting him in, in the outfield, which is going to be crowded. So I'm going to give the nod to Chris Taylor here at second base. Uh, he's just having a really nice season, 389 on base, hitting for power, solid defensive player. And yeah, I mean, Chris Taylor, as we've seen in the NL West, he he's a force to be reckoned with, and he's having arguably the best season of his career, which kind of came out of nowhere after being traded over to the Dodgers from the Mariners. So I'll go with Ozzie Albies and Chris Taylor. Strong consideration also given to the likes of Jazz Chisholm.
1: Mm -hmm. I think in a month... When he has the games under his belt, I think Jazz Chisholm's is going to be a pretty easy choice to make the All-Star team. Chris Taylor, I actually uh, sneak peek. I'm going to have him as a reserve for another position because, like you said, he has played more games at outfield this season. But it's the reserves. No one has to be married to one position. You could put Chris Taylor, uh, you know, as your catcher if you want to. If he's a reserve, it's the All-Star game. Let's get crazy. Let's get wild. But now let's move to third base and let's hear your reserves because here I have two more reserves at third baseman, but how many reserves do you have and who are they?
0: This, uh, it's got to be at least Justin Turner because I'm with you. Like you pick Justin Turner. I, he was for me, a guy I wanted to pick. I do have a little bit of an anti-Dodgers streak <laughs> in me where if mm-hmm. it's close, I tend to go with someone else. And that's why uh, I went with Arenado. but it's hard for <laughs> me to leave off Turner if my goal is to win the all-star game, which it's debatable if that's even the goal anymore. It was the goal for a while. My goodness. When the home field advantage in the world series was insanely decided by the winner of the all-star game, but yeah, I got to go with Justin Turner. Austin Riley is a really interesting player here because the offense has just been off the charts, but defensively, I'm not so sure that he's a third baseman kind of long-term. Yes. He's, played there, but I I have questions about the defense. So, uh I think I think I'm just going with Justin Turner here. Someone a kind of sleeper here might be this is kind of crazy, but look out for Patrick Wisdom. That guy <laughs> okay. has just set the major leagues on fire since coming up with the Cubs. Dude has an 870 slugging, 537 isolated power, nine home runs in 20 games. Basically a home run every other game. So He's been playing third base and he's someone to watch in the next month. But yeah, for now, just Justin Turner.
1: Yeah, I've definitely heard of Patrick Wisdom before. Uh With a name like Wisdom, it definitely gets around social media. But when it came to my third baseman, I mean, we like we discussed, you had Nolan Arenado on as your starter, have uh, Justin Turner as mine. But Nolan Arenado is a pretty easy selection for me as a reserve. I mean, this guy maybe should have. Should have at least one MVP under his name. I mean, he's been an MVP caliber player for the last five to eight years. So he's definitely on my team. And then I have Austin Riley, too, as a reserve. I mean, a 299 average, an OPS of 912 home runs. His offensive numbers are insane. The one pushback I do, if I had to play devil's advocate, he has 70 strikeouts, which is a crap ton. So that that might be the only reason if I had to push back and not put him on my team. But when I compared Austin Riley to some of the other reserves I could have put on here, I felt like I had to put Austin Riley on the team. And one other guy who I did give heavy consideration to, but I didn't put on because of uh, he just got hurt was your guy, Evan Longoria. I looked at his name. I thought he had all-star, all-star caliber numbers, but I think he's just probably going to miss uh, miss too many games by the time the all-star game rolls around. So uh, he honestly, uh, he just missed the cut for me, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, he, for me, just by the way, he he's a guy I wish I could have voted for, but for the same reason, he's going to miss pretty much all the rest of the time until the all-star break. So I just, I can't, I can't in good conscience vote for him, unfortunately.
1: That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Remember, you're the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Baskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces.